we are live. We're here. Uh, I I showed our faces and then forgot to hit desktop audio and mic yeah, audio. So nice. oh, I see my audio Moments. is working. Beautiful, beautiful. Is it? Let's double check. Yep, yep. It's definitely Wonderful. working. Love awesome. We're back. We're back. Our life in pixels. Our life in again. pixels. All three of I'm us. Let's freaking go. Yep, Tim's here. Hey, question. Should we introduce ourselves at the beginning of every podcast? Because I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, that and, is like uh, a common thing. And and they normally do that. And I'm just like, we don't do that. That We're just like, hey, fuckers, stop. <laughs> it depends on the podcast. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. We could try it. Do you want to try it? Yeah, who wants to who wants to do the introduction? I mean, this? we kind of do that with the with the what have we been playing segment. Mm. Kind of. I bit. don't know. It was something I wanted to ask before the show, but it was kind of a shit show. Let's just show let's try it right now. We'll introduce ourselves. Welcome to Ola. Hey, guys. I'm yeah. Justin. I'm Cody. Hi, I'm Tim. <laughs> I have problems. <laughs> Tim has gaming hardware problems. I have an I have an addiction. <laughs> Gaming hardware for sure. I have four gaming computers. Hi, mm. <laughs> my name is Tim, and I have four gaming computers. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> hey, speaking speaking of gaming computers and stuff, I saw in the Duluth Discord somebody got their Steam Deck. What? Yeah, it's like it's somebody in, in Duluth. Yeah, in the in the tactical gaming action. Who? I'm gonna go rob it. Uh. Every time I sly, is that just is that is that Holmes? Yeah, what are you talking about? Is that mother? I, yeah, it's in the chat. It's in the main chat. In general chat, I think. Or am I on movie stream night? I don't oh, even know. You guys, that's not his. That's just who's is it? That's just a picture of it. Oh, oh is it? Geez. I thought I thought I don't somebody think that's got his. it. No, I was about to go rob Holmes. I don't think oh, so. I, I definitely just jacked up the cameras there for a second to look at that. <laughs> yeah, he posted a also, picture I've just to show the size comparison. Dude, I've been watching a lot of hardware reviews for the Steam Deck because a lot of people, like people that aren't us, do have their hands on it. It's very interesting. What's so interesting about it? The fact that it's, it runs shit really good. It is. Even though it has a, a weaker CPU than other devices in its class, like the ANEO and the One um, X player, which are other handheld gaming PCs that okay. have been around for a long time and cost anywhere from, on the cheap end, $800 to like $1,600, so much more expensive than the Steam Deck, it outperforms them because the RDNA 2 graphics chip that mm -hmm. is built into the APU, whereas those chips have... Uh, they're running Vega graphics, so they're, it's much older. So, mm -hmm. big brain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. Look, that's uh, I I'm into hardware when I need to like buy it, like for my desktop. I get really into the weeds, and then I totally ignore it for years. So I I'll, there's a lot of words that just came out of your mouth that I have, I don't know. It's just okay. Like it's gonna run it, my games. I'm it's run. <laughs> running a cpu that is more similar to an xbox series s or x than it is to one like an like a like a switch yeah yeah can we get it in the switch so pokemon doesn't <laughs> look like ass it can run at more than 25 frames per second that'd be great and, and mlb the show doesn't look like it's literally just like a pixel art game a slide <laughs> mlb the slideshow <laughs> yeah 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 that, oh, that trailer was running at like 10 fps yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Oh, 
you know what? Before we jump into dunking on Nintendo and their five-year-old hardware, uh, Justin, what have you been playing, man? I've been playing a game on my Nintendo Switch known as, unfortunately, Triangle Strategy. I can't believe they didn't come up with a new name. Yeah. I cannot believe. It's the same thing they did with Octopath, right? Octopath was the working title, and they were like, yeah, we're just going to make it that. I don't mind Octopath Traveler, because that sounds interesting. Yeah, Project Triangle Strategy. Triangle Strategy just sounds dumb. It sounds like what you could name Fire Emblem The Three Houses, but not Fire Emblem The Three Houses. Dude, it would be more fitting for it to be a Fire Emblem game, because there's not... The triangle in Triangle Strategy is not like swords, axes, and spears beating each other. It's... uh, I don't know what the triangle is, I guess. Your convictions, there are three convictions you choose. Oh, is there? Yeah. I just remember playing that demo from last year and then being like, don't pay attention to the story. It doesn't matter right now. And then there's like 45 minutes of story that you don't know what the fuck is going on. Anyway, so how's the new demo? (laughs) It's good, man. This one's cool. So you're a big issue with that, right? Is they throw you Mm. halfway in. A lot of people hated that. This new demo, it's just the demo. The full game's not out yet. This new demo picks off at the very beginning and you play through like the first three chapters. So Mm -hmm. you get in on the ground floor, you know what's going on and all of the progress you make is going to carry over to the full game. So that's nice. Oh yeah, I I think I did. Here's what what I'm confused about. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure we played that full demo, like all three of us back in May or June. Was it May or June? I have no Either concept way, it's, of that. It's, it's been almost a year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even if it hadn't been almost a year, it feels like it's been two because time is a construct, especially in a post-COVID world, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't wait for us to get to that post-COVID world. I know, one day, somewhere over the rainbow. I'm, I said, But you're enjoying it overall, playing through the chapters? Yeah, I, I'm really enjoying the combat. Um, It's kind of broken mm-hmm. into three things. You have your kind of... Uh, dialogue story scene setup stuff where you're kind of like making choices and seeing what's going on and then you Mm -hmm. have an exploration phase where you can walk around and talk to people and learn more about the world which can open up more dialogue opportunities Um, right and then you have the combat phase which is obviously the most exciting thing and uh that's what i was doing when i realized oh shit i have to get ready for olap i gotta go i was halfway <laughs> through this battle and i was like oh maybe if i just a couple more turns i can probably beat it before olap no mm. no they're they're long <laughs> but they're very satisfying is it as is it as complicated as the original demo when they threw you in with like 10 characters and you were just like trying to figure out what the fuck is happening in the combat um it's still I think the first battle is much simpler. The first one that you yeah. get to do, you only control like four units, I think. Um, okay. It's very straightforward. Um, there are no weird like tricks that you can trigger on the battlefield. Um, so yeah, I think they, they maybe ease it, ease you into it a little bit more, but like I'm doing the second battle now and you're controlling like six units versus like a mob of dudes. So I don't know. It's uh, also there's difficulty settings. I'm playing on hard. I don't know what the difficulty changes necessarily, but um, it's definitely challenging. Definitely challenging. Mm. Um, the only other thing I'd really say about it so far is the voice acting is still like hit or miss. Uh, some characters' performances sound like they're just reading a script, and some characters feel like they're actually these characters and they're emoting, and you can really feel right. it. 
So I was kind of disappointed to see that it's still inconsistent in that way. But uh, it hasn't. Pull- I haven't switched it to the Japanese voiceover yet. But I might do that and just read everything. I would. I would. I w- it seems like it should be a sub game. I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. I, I was surprised that it was like almost fully voice acted. Right. Well, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised there's any voice acting at all because normally in games like that, they're like, "Fuck you, read this text box." Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wish. Uh, I so. wish the voice acting budget for this game was in Pokemon Legends. <laughs> that would have been nice. Yeah. That would have been that would have been pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Uh speaking of that, I guess we'll just jump over to what I've been playing. I uh finished the main portion of the Pokemon story, uh clocked in at 48 hours, and that was me kind of rushing the ending a little bit, not completely. Yeah. You said you kind of uh, didn't explore like the last two areas as much as you did yeah, the earlier not, ones. Yeah, not not as not as much because my ADHD was kicking in when it comes to my games. And I was just like, I had an itch to like kind of play something else because I had just been like a hundred percent Pokemon yeah. for like a, a week. And I was just like grinding it kind of thing. And I was like, I want to play project Zomboid. I want to play Madden. I want to play. No, I have to finish the story. Just, just, just get, get, it get through it. So, um, I will say there is a point in the story that I kind of can't wait for you to get to. Um, because if they would have started the game with that point in the story, I think it would have been a fantastic idea. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's this, it gets, there's a point in the story where I was like, man, this could turn into like a really mature type story where it like kind of speaks to the older audiences or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it goes back to like the hunky dory Pokemon nonsense. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. You know, <laughs> I was, I was kind of upset about that. Yeah. Um, but I'm getting a little bit of the post game. I've played a little bit of the post game so far. Um, nothing crazy. Um, Did you find all the unknown? I have not. Pa- partially because I can't read the damn <laughs> things. I need. I just need to look up a guide for how to read them. I don't want to look up a guide necessarily of, uh, you know, where to yeah. find them kind of thing. Just how to read the the text kind of thing. But yeah, um, I've seen some cool stuff. Like, there's this cool stuff. I still haven't found a shiny. No, you haven't. No, I, you know what the worst part is? I I post game the first time I left the village. Post game, there was three mass outbreaks. Right, mm-hmm. none of them, none Not of them a had a shiny. shiny. I hey, pro tip though, those fly balls or whatever mm-hmm. that you can get are perfect for mass outbreaks because you don't have to like get right up on them. You can right. just eat them from far away, and yeah. you're just. Same thing when you're on you you got bat, uh, the the water mount. Yep. Yet okay when you're on the water mount and it's like hard to sneak up on like Tentacool and Tentacruel and all them because they're like super aggressive. Mm-hmm. Just eat those fucking fly balls at them. Okay. That's what yeah. I doing. Yeah. It, yeah. I've seen a lot of success with that. Like half the time, if I'm trying to catch any water Pokemon, I just find like some land nearby and just like eat the balls as far <laughs> as I can and just hope. Yeah. Because yeah. some of them like have you caught a Basculin yet? uh yes those fuckers well, run away so quick yeah they do um it was funny there that i i accidentally ran into them because um do you have sneasel yet mm-hmm. okay so i ran into them because i was running with sneasel on so i actually died using the the deer mount or whatever trying to explore like the top of the ring of the volcano area oh, or whatever yeah that's the only time i've I take it back. That was the first time I died. I've died twice. Did you fall in lava? <laughs> no, I fell off the edge, uh, and then I and then I hit ground, and it was just mm-hmm. too far of a fall, so I died. 
but I was I was exploring it with Sneasel now because I was like, fuck you, I can climb this shit now. And I saw like something sparkling. There's an island right behind, like a small little this piece of land right mm-hmm. behind uh, that the volcano and stuff. And they spawn right around there. And I didn't know that. Like I didn't even see it on the map because it's if you look at the map, it's just all the way up in the upper right hand corner, and you can mm-hmm. barely see it. That's mm-hmm. even in the playable area. And then all of a sudden, I had an alpha one like fuck with me, and I was just like, oh. Oh, I need you. That <laughs> started eating balls and shit at it. Anyway, so uh, playing Pokemon, and we'll get into this in a second. But I, 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 I broke down uh, after beating Pokemon, and I bought Sifu, oh, even though shit. I'm broke. I bought Sifu. It's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good game. Nice. So, anyways, Tim, have you played anything this week? Uh, I have been playing Outward, and. Mm-hmm. Also been playing AC Odyssey through Steam Link on my phone because I'm trying to get more used to mobile. Oh yeah. When I get my Steam Deck. <laughs> oh my god. Adapting. Uh, oh yeah, wait. that's good to hear, man. That's such a cool game. It is a cool game. I I love I, that game. I I have a problem with it though, and that is like, it is. I like hard games but it doesn't ease you into anything. And so no, like no, I, no. I wind up restarting so many times. Oh, I finally no. got to a point where like I'm doing okay. So I'm like, all right, all right, it's fine. But like, it was really frustrating for a little bit. So mm-hmm. definitely very unforgiving. It is. I figured you'd love it. You're a masochist for I, dark souls. I, I mean. do love it. It's different oh, because change the it, counter. Oh, Oh yeah, Ignore yeah. Ignore that exactly. Elden Ring counter. It's wrong. Um, so, like in Dark Souls, it doesn't really matter when you die. Like it matters, but like it it doesn't at the same time. Like you you lose your progress in how far you are towards the next boss, but like you don't lose any items. You don't lose. You lose cool. your currency, but it's different. I don't know. All right, I'm not so gonna lose was, my was, house in Dark Souls if I if I die too many times early on. Uh, you know, thirteen days until Elden Ring. It is thirteen days, and here here's my question: Is it is outward just a tad too hardcore? I don't think that's it. I think I just haven't had enough time to like sit down and really settle into it because I've been right. playing it in spurts, and it's like I have a half hour here, I have a half mm. hour there. So it's easier for me to jump into something like AC Odyssey without I already have like 400 hours in and I have a level 80 character that I'm like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I'm on New Game Plus. You know, it's enjoyable because I'm, yeah, it is a comfort game. Whereas Outward is very much not a comfort game. It is not not made to be comfortable. Yeah, no, it's not. I will say I I was a really big fan in Outward of like when you die, they have those events that happen kind of thing yeah that, that's right. instead, instead of, of instead of, yeah instead of dying and respawning or having a load of save or something like that it's like no your story is probably going to continue on you're just going to be kind of fucked so hopefully you can figure it out otherwise we're just going to keep punishing you until you do Love that. <laughs> it's just like uh yeah i was i was a fan of that so oh man do we want to talk about um the failure that is google stadia or do we just want to leave it I mean, uh, we could just mention their we rebranding. We had such high hopes. High hopes. And Google, once again, delivered something that could have been cool and is now abandoning it. Um, 
I actually, here's a theory for you guys. I actually thought about this because there was something I read somewhere that they were talking about Stadia is going to be more focused on providing for third party developers and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So not too long ago, um, was it last month? AT&T like basically gave away a streaming copy of Arkham's was it Asylum or Origins? Uh, I forget which one. It was it's not the Arkham games. So if you're an AT&T uh, customer, you Arkham now Knight. have a free was it Arkham Knight. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, you now have a free streaming copy of Arkham and like that was done using Stadia Tech. Like mm-hmm. that was just Google Google Stadia, but it's right. not it didn't say Stadia oh, anywhere oh. in it. So here's here's a question for you. Sony doesn't have good cloud servers. Could you see with Stadia kind of going to the wayside, Sony being like, hey, you kind of already have this infrastructure set up. Ours isn't great. Yours is better. Can we come to some it, kind of agreement to utilize that kind of stuff? I don't random, think so, random theory, it's, not, but... it's not their servers that are the problem. They use the same servers as, as xCloud. They use Microsoft Azure servers. They might want to go away from that just because that's their main competitor. But like right. the the hardware is not the problem. The problem is their software is is just absolute crap. Mm-hmm. So like that doesn't change going over to Stadia more than likely. Um, plus, there's a lot more coding that goes into it because Stadia is just a PC game, right? Yeah, you're just playing you're playing PC games where well, you're not playing PlayStation games. So it's what if, what if what if they did in lieu of full ports on upon release or whatever a way to cloud stream like God of War Ragnarok as an option, right? They're like, hey, we won't have this fully ported for like a year. So there you go. You can you can do this. I don't know. It's just it's just something I thought was interesting when they when they specifically came out and they're like, Yeah, we're not gonna focus on it as like a, a first party thing for us anymore. We're gonna do a third party deal. And I was like, Well, Sony could use some help in this department. I don't know. Anyways, that would yeah. make whatever Spartacus is going to look like really dumb. I mean, it could. I don't know. But yeah, uh, Google Stadia rebranded. What are they calling it now? Um, oh, I don't know. Google it's, Stream. It, it, hmm. Google Stream. Is that what you said? They should just call it shit and call it a day. I mean, it's just not. <laughs> they got to try. They got to do something with it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's just it's disappointing. Um, yeah, but yeah, could have been great. What's not, not disappointing is fucking Sifu. Oh I, yeah, you actually picked it up. Yeah, I did. So I, I I convinced myself. I did the same thing Tim did with his laptop. I was like, it's only forty dollars, mm. right? It's only it's only it's not a full sixty. It's just forty dollars. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I just beaten Legends Arceus the night before. And I, I just kept seeing all this content about Sifu, about Sifu, and I was like, man, it looks so good. And so, yeah, so I uh, broke out the credit card and was like, all right, we're going to do this shit. And, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Uh, very frustrating, though. It, but at its core, it is a straight-up fighting game, and I love it for that. Because it's not, it's not in the vein of, like, your traditional fighting game, right, where it's been, like, you know, the... It's not 2D, but like Mortal Kombat, you know what I mean? It's not like that. Um, there are scenes with that, uh, but it's normally like you fighting a group of people or something like that. But the 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 controls, man, like it's. I'm trying to figure out the best way to put this. It's more or less. It punishes you whenever you make a mistake, really like 
really bad. It'll they'll beat the fuck out of you. Random Joe Schmo, like old ass looking late old old ass looking Asian lady will beat the shit out of you. And there are old ass Asian ladies in this game that that are legit there. Um <clears throat> but if once you like the better you get kind of thing, one, the cooler you feel. It makes you feel like an absolute badass when you're fighting these bosses and you're mm-hmm. just like and you're just like dodging their attacks and like blocking them right on time and stuff like that. Uh and it the balance there, like it's a very difficult game. It really is to like get down. It's easy to block, it's hard to dodge. Yeah. Because you can dodge in all four directions. Yeah, it's, it's like it, could you talk about the combat and like mechanically how it works? Yeah, so so the way it works is L1 is basically is basically the main way you do a lot of stuff. Um, but you hold L1 and then up, down, left, and right are all different ways you can dodge. And then if you don't move the do move the direction, L1 hitting L1, uh, getting like a perfect timing is how you like block, and just holding L1 is just a normal block. But there's this um, bar at the bottom of your screen that they call structure. Oh yeah, this uh, is like poise kind of. Correct. Yeah, it's a lot like poise, and if it gets all the way to the end, you it breaks, and then you you normally get a big chunk of health taken out. Mm. Which by the way. The, even the most basic enemies, like one, two, three hits, will take out almost half your health. It's it's crazy. Um, <laughs> Very lethal. It is. It really is. And so, but every time you do a takedown, it gives you get a little bit of health back. Um, but yeah, so L one is kind of where you live a little bit. Um, there's weapons in the game that help you out to like kind of even things out because you got these mobs coming out at you. But you'll get like a metal pipe, and you're like dink dink dink, and then you'll take them out real quick. Um, and then they also have this other mechanic where, like, you'll be fighting a random mob, and then out of nowhere, like, you'll go to, like, knock them out, because um, when, you, when you break their structure, it'll show, like, uh, you hold, or you hit triangle and circle at the same time, and normally it does, like, a cool little, like, a short little cinematic of you, like, beating the fuck out of them real quick, but every once in a while, these ma and these mobs, you'll do that, and the, and the NPC will counter it, and now all of a sudden, they're like this... They're not a boss. They're kind of like a mini boss, mm-hmm. right? And then you have to do it again, but they're like way better than they were the first time. And then also, now you're like, "What the fuck?" Um, Keeps you on your toes. It really does. Uh, and and then there's like some other things. So the way the way the game works is like, I don't want to ruin the beginning, but the opening stuff is super cool. Um, but basically, the main premise of the game is you have like this charm, and when you die you age right so you start at age 20 and when you when you die you'll go to age 21 right but then when you die again you'll go to age 23 because your death counter goes from one to two and then it multiplies basically like that and then it so it can start once it hits once you've died like four times that shit multiplies real fucking quick Hmm. um and you'll hit 40 in like no time so, and one of the, the, one of the hardest achievements to get in that game is like prodigal, prodigal son or something like that. And, uh, that's to beat all five levels, but it be no older than 25 years old. Ooh. And it's just super difficult. Um, but there's, even if you have your death counter go up, there's also enemies in the game that you can defeat that are not just bosses that will make, that you, you can make it, make your death counter go down by one or reset it reset it like completely oh wow kind of thing so that's like your age will stay the same but the death counter will go down so 
like let's say I'm 25 and I have two two or no, it'd be like three death counters or whatever. <clears throat> um, I can defeat some enemies or whatever, like some certain types of enemies, and it'll go. I can bring it back down to zero. So the next time I die, I only go to 26 instead of like hitting 30, basically. Mm-hmm. So Is and it- once you hit certain. When okay. you get older, does that change the gameplay? Does that make you like yeah stronger it, but easier to kill or something? Yeah, that's exactly what it does. So once you hit thirty, you'll see something on your screen. And it'll be like damage up, health down, and mm. you'll see your health bar be shorter and stuff like that. Interesting. Um, but also, there's these things called shrines that you can find throughout each level, and they're these little like dragon shrines, and you can unlock one thing at each shrine. And you get there's a little combo, um, like point counter that you can get as you play, and it'll be like experience points when you're playing. And so when you go to the shrine, you can either unlock something. There's these three things you can unlock like more structure, um, higher weapon durability, this and the other thing. But it's split up. Like one thing will be like you have to unlock this before you hit age 25. Otherwise, after that, it's locked. Like you can't you can't even put points into it anymore. And then there's other things that you can use those experience, like the the level points is what it is, to unlock some other things. Like when you dodge, it reduces how much structure uh, you've you've built up, right? It'll it'll reduce it by a little bit. Or you can use the experience points you've built up by defeating enemies, and you can un- unlock something else, kind of thing. So there's like three different categories. Um, each ability has like three different uh, upgrades to it. And then on top of that, sorry, there's like the move upgrades. And those you can unlock permanently by putting experience points in them like five times, like throughout your playthrough kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And if you re- if you decide to just die, like if you die, you can just decide to be like, all right, I'm done. And if you haven't like permanently unlocked something or whatever, it'll reset everything oh. or whatever. So anything you don't have permanently unlocked, it'll be reset to like the beginning of that level kind of mm-hmm. thing. So it's just there's strategy that goes into it, but at the at its core, just like the combat. Is this a lot of fun? So it I like to play very it in like satisfying. Yeah, I like to play it in like thirty minute, like one hour bursts kind of thing, because I get frustrated. <laughs> I'd be getting mad, but it's still very satisfying like the whole time. And it's got like a little, uh, excuse me, it's got like a little AI practice arena, but that's only like one v one. You can't do. This is one of the drawbacks when you're doing the practice arena. It's only it's the one v one. You can't have like three or four or five mobs fighting you at the same time, so you can get used to that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it's a very like the combat is very deep. It's legit like fighting game, and if you like masochism in any way, shape, or form, you'll probably like Sifu because it will beat the living shit out of you. I don't. I don't need to be called out like this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and also remember that Sifu is a timed exclusive, so it is coming out for, out to Xbox. It's mm. not, so you don't have to wait for it forever. But it's just, it's a very good game. I'm I'm excited. I got it. Um, I played a little bit of it last night, kind of thing, and got my ass beat. I'm trying to get the achievement or the the trophy right now, where you beat a boss without dying. Like you mm. go through the whole level. I, so I fl- replayed this first level, fucking bunch, dude. Like, <laughs> and then you. I forgot to talk about there's shortcuts in the game too, which are strategically like good and bad. There's a whole bunch. There's a, there's a lot to the game. It's very good though. It's a, it's a good game. Yeah, it sounds good. I, uh, I missed absolver. I skipped that one. So I feel like this will be a good one to jump in on. This is much better than absolver. I'll say that. So probably be. Absolver was interesting. 
Absolver had cool combat, but I don't think it was like they did good with mouse and keyboard, but it combat I feel like fighting games are just a lot better with control. So, anyways. I've talked long enough about something. <laughs> right, what else do you guys want to talk about? Um what is this? Oh. Uh this is more relevant for me and Justin than Tim. But the whole anime studios, uh specifically Toei, uh cracking down on anime YouTubers. Yeah. Because fair use does not exist in Japan. Yeah, that is such a interesting discussion. So basically there are these studios who are filing lawsuits against YouTubers who use footage from their anime, right? Yeah, so basically they try from what I understand from everything that happened is that they tried to go through YouTube to like get it struck down, but YouTube was like, nah, like it falls under fair use or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so now what Japan's doing to circumvent that is they're doing these things, I think they're called slap suits, where basically the whole point is just to drain the uh, YouTuber of resources um, and set, you know, it through a legal battle because, like, the, the dude who, who this happened to, who I forget his name off the top of my head, but he was like, I have to get a lawyer here in America, I have to get an international lawyer, I have to get a Japanese lawyer, I have to, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's like, I have to do all this stuff to fight this. Um, but it's just a weird position because like basically no matter what he does, this channel is probably going to come down, but if he doesn't fight it, it sets a precedent. If he does fight it, like, mm. does he have, like it drains his, his personal financial funds. It's just like, um, I've heard people saying that the solution to this is the geo lock content mm. on YouTube, like give creators the ability to do that. I don't fuck it though. I didn't know you could even do that to be like before, but apparently you yeah, could. Yeah, I had no idea. YouTube already does that automatically though. Like there have been, for example, like there was um the um the game award stream that we did. Yeah. Originally, I I took it down because somebody copyright claimed it, even though there were we talked about this on the stream, but there were bigger. YouTubers did the exact yeah. same thing yeah. that theirs is still up and it's fine, but ours got claimed. So I was like, whatever. But before it got claimed and it was no longer available for viewing, it was blocked in specific countries. So YouTube already does that. Interesting. So like, I guess I what know. the argument is, is that it used to be available for the creator to do themselves. And then YouTube just out of nowhere, just took it away. Like they didn't tell anybody. They just this one day you couldn't do it anymore, kind mm. of thing. Um, which I mean would does possibly fix this. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure. It's just it's it's scary, right, for the YouTube uh, community that surrounds anime, right? Um, because like I watch I watch anime music videos and stuff like that or whatever because I think they're cool and whatnot. Mm -hmm. All those could go away. Like, all that could go away. And, like, people have learned how to, like, video edit and stuff from things like that. You know what I mean? It's just, like, a way, a, a tool for that. So, I, the thing I'll never understand, and this is, this, this is a whole old school Japanese thought process, in my opinion, but why wouldn't you want this? Like, it's free advertising. Really. Yeah, it's not like they're posting whole episodes of your anime on their YouTube channels. Right. It's just... Right using clips for whatever they're doing reviewing or right making parodies or whatever 
Yeah. So yeah, I was for... going to say it's going to be, to me, it would be very content dependent because I don't have context for the content creators you guys are talking about. But if this was like the reaction videos where all they do is go, oh right. man, that's so cool. Like for 30 minutes, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like that's different if there's no. So this was a, this channel in particular is a straight up review channel where like he's just reviewing shows and stuff like that and giving context and that kind of thing. I get what you're saying. Yeah, uploading full episodes obviously wrong. Like that's just kind of what it is. Like don't do that. Um, and Funimation and Crunchyroll aren't that expensive. I mean, I mean not to be that guy, but they're not. So um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just it's just scary from that standpoint that there's there there is a whole community that could just like be gone overnight, basically mm-hmm. on YouTube if if the other studios follow suit. Um, with what Toei is doing, so something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. I, th- this is interesting to me. Um, Platinum Games coming out. Phil, let's re let's get Scalebound done. Let's do it. What do y'all What do y'all think? That was funny seeing them straight up shout out Phil like Phil you're the guy Mm. you get shit done let's do this we were doing it we didn't make it happen let's do it now I had to google Scalebound because I didn't remember what it was but it looks like a wild like it's like a third person action RPG as they do Mm. but you also control Mm. this giant fucking like dragon monster thing and you like sick it on people during combat Yep, it's kind of cool looking Yep, it looked amazing. I was hyped for it, um, and it was co-op. Oh, it was co-op shit. with, with uh, raid bosses, basically. Interesting. Is what it was. Or player co-op. That's cool. Uh, which was kind of the big deal about it, right? Like people were so excited. It also seemed to have kind of like a musical spin to it. Like it kind of implied that there was like maybe something to do with music and stuff in it. I'm not. I don't. It obviously remember. had banging tracks because it was platinum yeah, games. It yeah, it did. Um, but yeah, I just. Uh, I think if this were to happen, like let's say let's say Scalebound, they they go back to you know they go back to it and they fix it up they and put they it on get Game it Pass, right? Get it put on Game Pass because it's what Game Pass is all about. Co-op games, you know what I mean? Like hundred percent, I'm there, right? Um, the optics on that though, right? Got to be great that like, hey, you know Xbox One generation sucked, but you know what? We're in such a good position right now. That we can go get some of those old canceled projects and we can revive them and we can go ahead and still push them out. Like from an optics perspective, even if the game isn't great, like that's still good, I feel like, in my opinion. I don't know. What do you what do you all think? Seems <laughs> like I, nah. I mean, nah. <laughs> I mean like scalebound looks cool, but I wasn't I didn't I wasn't tore up when it didn't get made. It was like, oh, that's neat. Oh, too bad. Like, I moved on. I think a lot of... I, I think as cool as it would be for them to make it, I think so many people that were even mildly excited about the game have moved on. And I don't know. I, I, I'm i not sure if that was... Maybe too, too late on that <laughs> one. I don't know. Yeah. Uh... I mean, it would be cool. I mean, if they still have all that work that they, they'd already done and they didn't have to start from scratch again, like being able to use those assets that they spent time making. Um, right. 
but yeah if you look at it from like a perspective where it's like they just like make this from scratch again like it would be cool um but for the average consumer i don't think anyone would be too excited but looking at it from like a dev point of view that definitely makes xbox look good man like oh wow these guys actually came over and they were like yeah let's actually do that we're gonna hook you up we're gonna make this game that y'all tried to make yeah because we got xbox money yeah because platinum did come out and they were like hey like you know both parties are kind of at fault here but we're also at fault because we've never worked with unreal before we've never done online any online co-op and stuff like that because to my knowledge because i'm not the biggest like platinum games fan but most like most of their stuff is a single player correct yeah crazy yeah so like there was a lot of unknowns that they hadn't dealt with before and that's kind of why part of the reason why there was some hiccups and long development time and this and the other thing um but I, I I don't know. I think it's encouraging that they want to go back and work on it. Um, but we'll see what happens. I don't know. Look, I'm I, look. Anything with dragons, I'm here for. All right, like let's get it. You know what I mean? Maybe if I, we'll you can give see. me a big old dragon pet, let's get it. Maybe we'll see other studios. Shout out to Phil. Like, yo, Phil, save our thing next. Bring Nosgoth back. Don't tease me like that. But also, uh. I'm not rooting for this. I don't think it's likely. I don't think it would be a good thing. But what if this led to Xbox being like, you know, yeah, we will, but how about for uh, an ownership state in your company? Oh, right. Now all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. That would be super interesting considering Bayonetta and Nintendo. Bayonetta, Nintendo, and, you know, the. it's not like Platinum doesn't close relationship with sony as well because, yeah dude right they're all over yeah so i want to lead that into the next conversation about what xbox talked about with activision but before that i do want to put out there if there were if there's i was thinking about it this week if there was a small studio that i think microsoft should acquire at this point or whatever like if they were just like oh we just want to spend a little bit of money um because we just want to bring the, this studio into our ecosystem it's Hello Games. I think them getting No Man's Sky and those developers and ha- because you're making it sound like like being acquired by Xbox is a reward for good work now because well, like no that's not that's not my point. I'm more talking about to just continue to ensure that they have these large encompassing live service games and stuff like that. Um, because Hello Games has done a very good job of you know reviving that game and you know labor of love and all that kind of stuff but you know maybe they never would have been in that position if they weren't such a small studio with such high ambitions and they had better backing uh when it comes monetarily and stuff like that or whatever so i'm not well, saying I it's mean, necessary who, who, who fitted the bill for most of no man's sky remind me real quick uh, i don't know i would assume sony right you forget sony. was it sony i don't know yeah that was sony, all at sony's sony presentation lot of the development that game which sony built all of the marketing hype for it they mm. made it the hype that yeah. it became like they created this well, thing for it to live up to well that's that's funny then that sony hasn't already bought them because that's normally what sony does is they they push it out there and right and we've and been reading about how sony wants all of these live service like games live service. so maybe that's already in the works i don't know it could be. I didn't realize. I don't remember that. I don't. I did. I legit didn't remember 
Sony oh, pushing yeah. pushing Hello Games and No Man's Sky it, like that. It wasn't. It, it it they didn't own it, and they weren't just like the primary publisher, but they they gave Hello Games a lot. Yeah, hmm. that's interesting. But anyways, but this goes into um, what's really been happening lately. Like we're, we're talking about acquisitions, and I I really feel like we're gonna be talking about them all year. Mm-hmm. I know Xbox. You know, as we know, Xbox by Activision, Activision Blizzard, right? And that's gonna that should be done by January, somewhere in between January of June and of next year, in that six month time period. Uh, but Xbox came out or Microsoft, and they were like, "Hey, uh, we're committed to keeping Call of Duty multi platform, Call of Duty and any popular Blizzard Activision games multi platform past current agreements," which I'll be honest, surprised me because if you go back to when Phil originally started talking about like acquisitions, especially with Bethesda, um, he said directly that that acquisition was about bringing exclusive titles to the Xbox ecosystem, ecosystem, ecosystem. Wow. And trying to reward that fan base, right. For, you know, buying, you know, being part of the ecosystem. So it's I, I think there's an argument to be made that there's a little bit of mixed messaging going on here. Um, could also be that with uh, I don't know if you guys have really been paying attention, but the FTC and stuff like that has been very vocal about like cracking down on major acquisitions like this. Yeah, they're so reviewing this, might, this purchase, right? Right. Well, and they have to because of how large a purchase it is. Like that's not new. Uh, it's just more they're they're talking about. Um, this being more strict than they were in in the past with acquisitions of the size because that's how the consolidation happened with and like the tech arena and whatnot with like Facebook and and Google and stuff like that or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of been going on. So there's speculation that Microsoft came out and said this because they don't want to seem like they're consolidating a, a certain market, aka the shooter market, um, for video games and stuff like that. Just because I mean, if they like they buy this, right? They're getting this. They own Call of Duty, Doom, uh, Halo, like basically every big shooter other than Destiny and uh, Battlefield. You know what I mean? So I, I just, I think that's why. I don't know. Yeah. You guys sense. have thoughts? You guys I, think this I is think, a good move? I, I think that that is partially true, but also Phil has come out in the past and said that he doesn't. So. Phil Spencer is an interesting person because there's Phil Spencer, the lifelong gamer, and there's Phil Spencer, the guy who has to run that company, right? Right. And I, you, there have been interviews where he's like lamented about exclusivity, right? Like where he he doesn't necessarily think it's a good thing. So I think he has to walk that fine line for himself as well as for his company between how how much exclusivity is too much, but also if you look at the history of Xbox. Like, yeah, there are definitely games that they have published exclusively on Xbox and PC. Right. But then you also have, like, Minecraft. They never made Minecraft exclusive. And at the time that Minecraft was acquired, this is forever, but at the time, it was one of the larger purchases in gaming history, right? Right. So that still, to this day, is on PlayStation, and it didn't have to be. They put it on a Switch, and they didn't have to. right? Right. So... 
I think you're not entirely wrong, but I also don't think it's completely out of character for Microsoft to pick and choose which which franchises it's going to make exclusive and which ones it's not. And I think when it comes to like Call of Duty, being mm-hmm. that it's multiplayer mm-hmm. primarily, it makes sense to keep it multi-platform. Whereas like Halo, well, not Halo. Um, Halo's always been Xbox exclusive. But like if you look at the Bethesda acquisition, mm-hmm. what did they buy? Yeah, there was Fallout 76, but they bought a bunch of single-player IPs to kind of feed their fan base single-player right. IPs, in my opinion. I don't know. But. I, I saw that argument made. Um, I think the, the bigger argument would be, at the time, br- bringing Minecraft exclusively to Xbox wasn't going to bring players, right? Because Minecraft is super popular and stuff like that, but nobody, the Xbox One was was relatively just hated across the board, right? People weren't going to go buy an Xbox to play Minecraft, right? Because just the position and the perception of what Xbox was at the time. I mean, that goes all the way back to 360, though. That was pre-Xbox One, even. Uh, Xbox 360 was a pretty popular console. I would, right, I would but think. what I'm saying is they bought it during the 360 era. I thought it was. That was. That was oh, it was longer ago than than you're thinking. Mm. Anyways, um, but I mean, either way, this is a win for for people who play on Xbox or have Game Pass because they're going to get every Call of Duty from now until the end of eternity on day one on Game Pass. Like that's just what it is, right? I, and that's going to that's going to be the. Are you okay? Yeah, it was 2014. You're right. It was the very beginning of Xbox One era. Mm. Yeah. And oh, and that's even worse because everybody was like, I mean, I fuck, I bought a PlayStation to start out the era because yeah. of the 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 E3 and stuff like that. Um, I mean, but as I was saying, it's a big win in general, just because for anybody who's on Game Pass, because they're still gonna get Call of Duty or whatever version of that day one, day and date. You know what I mean? You're not paying anything more as of right now for for that acquisition. Um, but I I I think you would have seen the player count be higher on xbox if you make it exclusive at that point right because people would i there's a lot of people who have a playstation specifically to play call of duty with their friends on playstation if they if everybody decided to all right call of duty is now only on xbox you know what i mean i guess we're all getting xboxes you know what i mean like that's that's how or they would have been like i guess i'm getting a pc one of the one one of the two you know what i mean like that would have been i feel like that would have moved players from the PlayStation ecosystem. It's it's just like you said, it's not out of it's not completely out of character. Um but <clears throat> to your argument about Bethesda, yes, it's single player, but Skyrim sold has sold 30 million copies or some crazy ass number. You know what I mean? It's one of the best selling games ever. So if we're using sales as kind of like an indicator, then wouldn't that mean that maybe Elder Scrolls 6 isn't gonna be exclusive? Starfield would be exclusive because it's a brand new IP and it's never been across any other platforms. But Skyrim sold, I mean, it's been on fucking refrigerators mm-hmm. and Alexa. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just a weird messaging, I think, overall of like, hey, so the big IPs may or may not be exclusive to the Xbox ecosystem kind of thing. I don't know. It's not bad though. Like overall, it's, this is a good thing for, for just gaming in general, right? You don't want to see the consolidation that we saw with like Netflix and stuff like that. So I don't know. Like I'm not broken up about it. I have a PlayStation and an Xbox. I'll play it on whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. So yeah, the one thing people keep saying about, you know, Xbox 
kind of snapping everything up and everything being Xbox is like, oh yeah, they're going to get everything and then they're going to jack all the prices up. And yeah, that hasn't happened yet. No, it hasn't. So I think I read, so did you guys read the article that he, there, he did an interview very recently filled with it. Steven Totillo. They, they, yeah. They asked him specifically that, and he goes, I think you're looking for the evil Phil. Yes. I don't... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. hilarious. That was yeah. very funny. Yeah, I'd like to read that whole interview, because he's such a charming guy, you know? Right. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's all interesting. Um, but this is good. Look, this is good. Call of Duty for everybody. Probably World of Warcraft for everybody. I still think yeah. World of Warcraft is coming to consoles by December of next year. I just think that's a no-brainer slam dunk. And then... Um, I would maybe agree the, with you, except... Except it's so fucking old. There's that, plus the acquisition isn't going to close till June of next year, so like... Well, they yeah. already added, added controller support last year, I guess. So now you're just looking at the porting process. If there's already controller support, I, I mean, I think that's the, the overall biggest hurdle, honestly. If you can figure out how to get to Wait, work on Wait, they controller... put controller support in WoW, but the PC yeah. version of Diablo 3 still doesn't have controller support? Am I... Is that right? That was the other <laughs> frame. Diablo and Overwatch, I think, will then also stay multiplayer. But what about Crash Bandicoot? Or Spyro? Like, does that go exclusive? That'd be weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's all it's all funky. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as like multiplayer games go, obviously they just can't figure out how to just make their games cross-platform for everyone because that's just too yeah. hard. So yeah. instead, they can just consolidate their games. That's fine, yeah. I guess. I'm just floored by the fact that D3 doesn't have controller support, but WoW does, even though D3 plays phenomenally on Xbox. Yeah, like, it does. Like, it plays great with a controller, but they, they, didn't add, they didn't add controller support to the PC version. Goofy. But they did for WoW. What the fuck? Oh, that's you subscription know, money, man. This shit. Yeah. Since, since we're still talking about Game Pass a little bit here, though, um, do we want to talk about how awful Crossfire X is? Oh yeah, I have no idea. I haven't seen anything about about it. Okay, Uh, so I downloaded the multiplayer the other day. This is a new first-person shooter that I've... It's it's an old first-person shooter that we're just experiencing for the first time. Correct. So this is a a popular shooter in China. Oh, okay. Is what it is. They were trying to bring it to the West. This game is fucking awful. It is god... So I played one multiplayer match and I was like, this feels like a shooter that was made in the late 90s with, like, Call of Duty-ish graphics. Mm. It's very bad. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's CSGO, but... It's not worse. CSGO. I don't, know, I don't know why that comparison keeps happening. You can't ADS in CSGO. <laughs> like, you just, you just can't. It, it, okay, it's CSGO with ADS. No, it's not. It's, it's not CSGO. Like, that's, that's the thing. Like, it's not even... I don't know. I've heard that comparison a lot, and I don't know where that comes from. I literally have no idea, because the game is total shit. Like it is one of the worst games of shooters I've ever played, hands down. And so it's so bad. It's so bad 
that it was supposed to release, the campaign was supposed to come out on Game Pass. It didn't even come out. You can look right now. It's not even on the recent, like, the new recent releases list. It's not... Xbox is trying to bury this. Oh, they no. want nothing to do with it. And this is the one thing that you got to worry about when it comes to Game Pass. Because this is the type of game that they need to stay away from. Right? Because it... The, the biggest argument against Game Pass is that it's going to reduce the quality of games because they're not getting... Like, these developers aren't getting game sales to then, you know like at the back end of things after they've created the game and stuff like that. This is the poster child uh, or will be the poster child going forward of that argument. It is awful. And the campaign, I didn't even, I didn't even try to play the campaign, but I, I listened to people talk about it. It's made by remedy and it is awful. It's two hours. The campaign is two hours long. That's not very long. No, it's not. For and a I heard shooter, it was good. especially. Yeah, it was compared to Rogue Warrior. Mm. I don't know if you guys played that. I did back in the day. Also, awful first-person shooter game. So yeah, it's uh, it's ungood. It's very ungood. It's laughably ungood. Um, like I was ADSing in in that game, and then I'd shoot, and it'd bring me out of the ADS oh. for no reason. That's not good. Design. I have, I have, I have no idea. It was just weird. I, I was very upset about how bad it was because I was like, oh, you know, it'd be nice to have like a new shooter that I can jump into every once in a while. No, you I'll said it that. feels like a, a game that can. Uh, so take when a guess. I, I, I googled it. Take when it a first guess. Came out. It was first released in South Korea, two thousand one, on, on May third. 2007 wow yeah <laughs> yeah 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 it feels like they it. bring it to the west now it's older than csgo that's yeah. so weird i mean like you know lost ark that's one thing this is another thing entirely correct lost ark isn't doing that great today anyways yeah it just right? launched today right the official launch yeah. Yeah, the official launch. I know Ben's been having a good time with the, um, or he was. Wait, I thought it. I thought it. I thought it didn't launch. It it, it is launching. It it's launched launching and then today. they took it down because it was broken. Yeah, oh, really? it's launch. It's still launching today. They 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 they, re, they came out and said that they fixed the, the stuff. Whatever. Okay, well I was I was driving. Here, let yeah, me let me. Let me. <laughs> I can I can officially hit play if I wanted to start it right now. I couldn't do that last night. I was hoping it would come open at midnight. I was going to play it last night. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, Lost Ark having a little bit of a rush, l- rough launch. Uh, losing people's characters. Right. Did you just, just call it Russian? I mean, sure. I, I might have. I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. I'm excited to play this. I think a Diablo-esque MMO is a cool idea. Yeah. Uh, Free to play. Yep, that's kind of my biggest draw right now, is that it's free-to-play. Uh, I know Ben was having a good time until they lost his character, and now he's like, mm, <laughs> Fuck. Not, not so happy. Yeah, I so. liked his screenshot of him with all that like evil-ass-looking armor and his cute little right. cat. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he got the cat for the Founders pack. You mm. know what I saw he had? What achievement he unlocked already? He used a basic attack 40 thousand times oh my god yeah <laughs> i was like what i was Bro, like did you that's break a your lot. mouse yet <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Dude. 
And then, uh, did you guys watch the video I put in the chat about what one of the like uh, raid bosses is like in fucking? No, I didn't see it. This game, it's absolutely insane. It's fucking wild doing these raid bosses. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it looks like it's a good time. It really does. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully they get their uh, stuff sorted out here. Yeah. All right, Jesse, you want to give us a rundown? Nintendo of, Direct my, rundown? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're my Nintendo guy. There's suddenly a Nintendo Direct out of nowhere, and yeah. they showed some cool stuff. Um, there were a lot of like remakes and ports that they're doing, and mm-hmm. uh, Andrea flipped out because they're doing a, uh, a port like uh, of Chrono Cross, which is yeah. this highly regarded JRPG from back in the PS2, PS1 era, PS2 maybe. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. uh, it's super good, super happy to see that. And it's also coming in like a bundle with mm-hmm. this like text-based RPG. I forget what it's called. It's like the name Zork? of the whole thing. No, but it's like <laughs> this thing that was impossible to get in the U.S. for like years and years, and you'd have to import it, and it's super rare mm-hmm. and hard to get. But they're just bundling it in, and it's like a prequel to Chrono Cross, so that's pretty sweet. Um, and whatever JRPG updates, like skipping battles and speeding up time right. and shit. Um, they're bringing Earthbound to Nintendo Switch Online, um, so that's cool. I've never played Earthbound, but that's like one of the games that was like the inspiration for undertale which i'm mm-hmm. over the moon about so i'm excited to try that finally and then another the one that looked really cool was called live alive which apparently yeah. is this old fucking rpg it reminds me of octopath traveler they've got all these different characters with like very different backgrounds but they're remaking it in the 2d hd style of octopath traveler and triangle mm-hmm. strategy and that looked really sweet um there's this new Kirby game and they showed a bunch of shit with Kirby um doing this mouthful mode thing where he just like yeah. stuffs something in his mouth but he can't eat it and he takes the shape of that thing and yeah. Twitter went fucking nuts just like coming up with the really stupid photoshops of all these Kirby things. Hold on, did you see the one for VLC Media Player? Yeah, I like that one the yeah, most. That's my just favorite. I absolutely love cone. it. I want to change my icon oh. for VLC on my computer to that. It's the fucking best. Yep. Uh very amusing. Um and uh the other thing that caught my eye was uh they're adding more DLC to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe after all this time. And they're adding a lot. They're adding 48 tracks <laughs> to this game <laughs> that were in previous games. Um Dude. which is an insane amount. Um yeah, it's ridiculous. Cool to see, but weird how you just like had one DLC, quit supporting it for all this time, and now you're suddenly doing 48 tracks for the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's going to be one of those things that they're going to bundle with like Nintendo Switch Online. So if you mm-hmm. have that, you don't have to buy them. Otherwise, I'm not sure. I don't think they've got a price point for them yet. But uh, yeah, that's what Nintendo's up to. And then they dropped the new demo for Triangle Strategy, which carries over the full game. So that's what I've been sinking my teeth into. Also new Wii sports oh now yeah Yeah, after all this fucking time listen no one cares about that anymore i was i was waiting mario strikers does look interesting though Ooh, mario strikers all right weird new sports game nintendo nintendo characters that's fine normally this pisses me off because these games are usually developed by camelot software however Mm. camelot software is not developing mario strikers which means maybe they're making a cool game Maybe they're making a new Golden Sun or a remake of Golden Sun. 
Maybe. I don't know. I this Nintendo Direct. I I, I watched it, and mm-hmm. there were some cool things. Like like yeah, Strikers looked okay. Uh, I I really do think uh, Triangle Strategy is a game that I should be interested in, and like there's. But what it did is it further reinforced that unless it's an indie game or a first party game, I have no interest in it. There were so many games like I have never, ever seen The Force Unleashed look that bad. I know they're porting these old oh fucking God. games to the Switch and somehow making them look worse. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that the Switch is old. I know that the Switch is, is five years old and that the the chip that they used for the switch is older than that it was old when they put it in the switch it's a it's a tegra chip it was basically a phone chip it's old as crap but like dude i just stop to see that in their presentations is so wild like for them to to put out a a trailer of mlb the show 22 and for it to look like someone made it in a pixel art program and to be running at 10 frames a second was just, I mean, Shohei Otani should have been ashamed to be in that commercial, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how, I wonder how many people that ever will listen to this that know who the fuck Shohei Otani is other than me. But He's it's one funny. of those two guys, right? <laughs> Uh, he's the baseball guy. The same guy. Those are the those were the same guy. Baseball guy. He was a freaking. He was, he was both of those guys. <laughs> okay. He's a. He he is one of the only guys in the American League who is a pitcher that they let hit because he can actually yeah. do it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. The other yeah, thing that was, that was cool. really wild about the direct was no Breath of the Wild two news at all. That's because yeah, I don't think it's surprising. Personally, no Super Mario I don't, Odyssey anything either. I'm not surprised that there's no Legend of Zelda news. One, because this came out of fucking nowhere. Two, because this hardware is shit, and I think they're going to just save it. I think oh they should God. save it until they, until they have new hardware. If they do it again, man, that's what they did with Breath of the Wild. It's like, it's going to come out on the Wii U. Oh, actually, it's going to be the Wii U and the Switch. Oh, I hate that shit. I mean, Twilight Princess went through that. Well, dude, also new hardware. They literally just said that the Switch is only halfway through its lifespan. If you think they're going to wait five, you think they're going to wait five years before they put out Breath of the Wild 2 after they announced it two years ago? I mean, they could. I here's my thing, man. Like, could and should are not the same conversation. I'm asking if you think they are going to. We are literally. We are literally sitting here dunking on them because they can't even run a video in 30 fps. Yeah, but they could run and Breath the, of the Wild if it's made specific. Breath of the we've had Wild this conversation. was five years ago, though. Right, now, but we've had this now conversation. We're talking Things about that are designed game. just for the Switch are usually fine. It's anything that is designed to run on something that's significantly more powerful that sucks. But if it's made to be for the Switch, that's fine. And I think if they if they scale back Breath of the Wild to like Breath of the Wild 2 to... If it looks the same as Breath of the Wild 1, no one's going to complain as long as it plays well. I don't... I don't know. I don't think that nobody would complain. I think I think at this point, at this point, because what Breath of the Wild did when it came out five years ago was basically unprecedented in a lot of ways for an op- open world game of what they were able to render and on that hardware. That was five years ago. Since then, there's been plenty of other open world games that have come out. What are they going to do that's going to blow people away the same way Breath of the Wild did on five-year-old hardware? 
Like they can't even run Dying Light. They have to cloud stream it. And it got delayed for six months. Like I understand if they make like even Mario Odyssey came out within like a year and a half of the original Switch release. And then when they came out with the new Switch, they just upgraded the fucking screen and none of the internals. Like I just I other than like Zelda will sell no matter what you do. It's the same thing as fucking Pokemon, right? Basically any first party Nintendo game is gonna sell. But is it gonna do the same thing that Breath of the Wild again? I doubt it. I I think people are gonna look at it and be like, this is a cool open world Zelda game, but it's it's not gonna have the same effect the original Breath of the Wild did. There's just no way. Yeah, it's yeah. it definitely won't have the energy because Breath of the Wild, that was the Switch game. That's what was there right. when the console was coming out. That was the exciting thing. But now right. the new one's coming out and like, yeah, I'm sure it'll be cool, it'll be exciting, but nowhere near as exciting as the original. Right. And like if they could add some like new technology into that, you know what I mean? Or, you know, like because that was part of the thing, like being able to motion control or whatever, like the I forget what it was, but like yeah, the, the Sheikah stuff and whatnot. things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like that. All that was kind of cool. That was new back then. Which they've you know, abandoned seen... completely now. Like, Correct. They don't yeah. no new game uses any of the motion control stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's just like I just I feel like I just feel like the Switch hardware, if if they want Zelda to do the same thing it did with Breath of the Wild, is just too old. I just is just too old at this point. I like, it's not wonder. Gonna... So there's all this. All this Steam Deck related news, all these Steam Deck related videos, the Steam Decks officially start shipping in two weeks. Yeah. Valve is actually putting Portal on the Switch, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. What does this does this direct? Because like like we said, it came out of nowhere. I don't know how long it takes to put a Nintendo Direct together. No idea. Right. But does it kind of feel like a panic move? Like, oh god, there's this other handheld coming, and like. Val keeps saying Valve keeps saying that the Steam Deck is not meant to compete with the Switch. And like it is and it isn't, right? Like they can say that all they want, but people are gonna compare it because it's a handheld. So like is Nintendo doing that now too? Or are they like, oh no? No. hundred percent not. They don't give a fuck. Dude, do you they they have their Switch has now sold more units than the Wii. And they're only halfway through the life cycle. Like, at the rate that they're going, they're going to sell more units than the Nintendo DS, which is, like, their biggest-selling console ever. Like, they don't give a shit, dude. Oh, yeah, they'll and probably they, catch that by the end of the year. No, it's, 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 I think it's, I think it's too many units to do within, it'll probably, they'll probably catch up within the next couple of years, but either way. And Steam, don't get me wrong, I love Steam and Valve, and the Steam Deck is get, probably going to be a, a great, like, machine. There's no way they're putting putting out pushing out as many units as fucking Nintendo can. They just can't. I don't th- with the chip shortage and everything or whatever. They're not a manufacturing hardware company. They never really have the shitty hardware. Actually, plays in Nintendo's favor. It does. It does in that case. Like it's easier I, to make a, an old chip on an old node that no right. one is using anymore. That's true. Right. <laughs> well, and and the and the and the other the other part of the whole thing is is that no matter how good the Steam Deck has, it will never have Pokemon. It will never have Zelda. It'll never have Mario. Other than poor, or other my than like Steam emulators. Will, I was gonna other say other than emulators. Will have Pokemon on but, day one, okay? But you get what I'm saying. Like yeah. that's that's the whole point. So I don't. Yeah, Nintendo has never given a shit because their first party is so strong, and I don't think they ever will. They're just gonna do what they want. Yeah, so, which I is unfortunate. I don't know why they put this Nintendo Direct out, but I don't think it was in response to the Steam Deck. I I don't think it. 
it realistically was, but I'm saying the optics wise, like I can see, I can, I can, it can, can kind of look that talk way. about Kirby, honestly, in my opinion, because I'd only had the little teaser before that. They just wanted to show oh, mouthful yeah. mode. Yeah. Yeah. I hate I mean, it. And, and honestly, it, this is the first direct, I think, in, a lo- in the past few years, there's been, I mean, in a long time there, that there's been no Smash character. Yeah, because we're done with Smash. No more Smash, and there's no upcoming Pokemon as of right now. So, like, yeah. nobody really knew what they were, and Metroid Dread just came out, so you're not, you're not really expecting any Metroid news. Like, all the, the big ones that you normally guess was at a Nintendo Direct weren't uh, applicable to this one in particular. You're just kind of mm. like, I don't know what this is for. Yeah. Um, and they said it was kind of like games that are coming out in the first half of this year that they're trying to showcase. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Weird. So I just, I, yeah, I think, honestly, I think it was for Kirby. I think Kirby's, I think they're going to try and market Kirby as their next big, big game in lieu of, you know, no Pokemon, no Smash, no anything else, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that'll, that'll definitely be their next uh, exciting title that comes out, I suppose. Something that's going to get some attention. Yeah. Open world Kirby. Yeah. Hey, um, post-apocalyptic open world Kobe, Kirby because reasons. Reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. It doesn't need to make sense. It's fucking Kirby. Um, I do have a question for you guys. Uh, before we leave for the night, um, Lord of the Rings. Who do you want to buy the IP because it's coming up for sale? So is it two billion dollars to the movies and games? Is that what it is? From what I understand, yeah. Ooh, buy that. Man, who makes great co-op third-person action games? That's who I want to buy that. Platinum? No. Dude. Oh my That's God. What Platinum is. Lord of the Rings? Just like <laughs> yeah. Lord of the Rings on a <laughs> lot of drugs. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, see, it's, it's unfortunate to me that... that <sighs> Wait, who owns WB? AT&T. AT&T owns WB, which is confusing. But it's it's sad that Big Daddy AT and T is gonna sell that off because like WB actually has made some banger games, so Sh- Shadow Mordor, Shadow, Shadow of War, Mordor, dude, like yeah. like going back even further, didn't they do War in the North? Was that, that was them too, right? I think so. I sure. think so. And like that's an underrated game. I don't care what people say. That was a good game. Like there, I think that uh, between that and then like the Hobbit movies and the Lord of the Ring franchise, like Warner Brothers, has done good things for Lord of the Rings fans. Yeah, for the Lord Hobbit of the Rings fans. Online. That's must have been while WB had it, right? Yeah, and I think that's still going. Oh yeah. Well, didn't so, they like, trying to reboot a new Lord of the Rings Online and that crashed and burned? Uh yeah, mm-hmm. Amazon was making that. Yeah, oh, yeah. it, it like was it was supposed to go along with their web series that they were making and i think or not web series the new show for the amazon prime show. that's still coming yeah that's still coming but the the game's not yeah it I, sounds like they're first in line but i don't want them to buy it because yeah then they'll just they'll make a new world lord of the rings skin thing i don't know yeah i hear you uh yeah i i don't know i don't know who i'd want to get it i mean it's it's probably i mean as of right now it's probably going to be amazon I don't know. I don't. It's gonna be hard to figure out. Because the problem is, is like if you get if you if you get rights to the movies. Actually, you know who should buy it? Fucking Sony. Sony makes <laughs> movies, and they make really Dude. good single player video Stop games. That. I mean, it's true. 
I don't want Xbox or Sony to buy them. Also, I really don't want Xbox or Sony to buy them because here's a thought. WB owns the Nemesis system. They need to Nemesis. sell that with the that Lord was of the de- yeah that was developed for mm. Shadow. So like, yeah. if you buy that, do you buy Nemesis? Like, do you? I get... hope so. I hope so. But like, they're also using the Nemesis system in the Wonder Woman game. So are they just gonna hang on to that? Yeah, I think they're gonna hold on to that patent. They might. I don't know. Either way, but if I'm look, all I'm saying is, imagine Horizon Forbidden West, but instead of gigantic dinosaurs, it's you running around and Lord of the Rings in their ends. Like, it makes sense. <laughs> like, it just, it just fits. Like, they, they can make those games. By that argument, good. Ubisoft could make them, because, like, basically, Shadow of War but was... Ubisoft makes shit games. Game. That's the difference. Like, eh, Ubisoft hasn't hey, made a really Ubisoft. good game in a long time. And they're selling NFTs. Ubisoft doesn't need to be buying... Stop. Hold up. I said a really a good really game. Long, def- I, didn't, I said a really, a really good, long time. I would say their last, their last like really good game that turned out to be really good was probably uh, Wildlands. So five years ago, you think Wildlands better than Odyssey? Yes, Oof. I think Hard Wildlands is better. Is you Odyssey has had a lot of microtransaction issues or whatever when it came out. It still has microtransaction issues, and it's way too grindy. It's bloated open world nonsense, which is something I agree with with Skill Up. Wildlands or whatever had really good co-op or whatever. It had a rough launch, don't get me wrong, but it had good four-player co-op or whatever that you could go in and do a lot of things with your friends. So it, the actual like events in the open world didn't feel as bad. But I know you love Odyssey a lot. I know you do. And I, I look, think, I played Odyssey, I played Valhalla and a lot of that stuff, but I just... Yeah. I kind of see what you're saying. Like, if you look at Wildlands, it feels like they're trying to do like some new stuff when Wildlands right. came out. Like, that felt... It reminded me of like um, what do, what do I always refer to uh, mercenaries. It reminds me of mercenaries yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's got that kind yeah. of vibe to it, co-op mercenaries. Yeah. Whereas Assassin's Creed, you know, it's just kind of like the same shell with new stuff iterated right. and it's, iterated. It's, it's the same shell with which mythology are we going to throw at it this time? That's what it's been. The past two, at least the past two. For better or worse, yeah. Yeah, which Valhalla. Don't get me wrong, Valhalla's fun disappointing in some aspects but it's fun odyssey fun also disappointing in some aspects you know what I mean? it's just kind of what it is um but then like division two never really took off they it is what it is you know what i mean uh breakpoint was a fucking disaster <laughs> their, their newest yeah. game they put on game pass because they knew it was gonna fucking suck oh you know what I mean? rainbow six extraction <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like it's just they well, they're, they're, whatever happened to that uh the open world like extreme sports game oh i think that came out didn't it actually it that came, came out. out that yeah, came I, out and like it was really, really talked about like it. people really liked it and then everyone just stopped talking about it so i don't know if it's doing well because or not. You can, it's once again i i use the term really good because they've had games come out none of them are really good the last really really good game that they had come out was wildlands and so that that's that's my that's my overall and now they're doing the whole nft thing you want to buy fucking gimli's axe as a goddamn nft tim we don't want ubisoft to buy if i was going to buy an nft shut the fuck up (laughs) and my (laughs) nft just because every time i could say and my axe (laughs) 
goodness. I don't know. Yeah. My JPEG X. As of right now, at a two billion dollar price tag as well, or whatever, uh, it's it's affordable for Sony. Sony should definitely buy that IP. I think they do a lot of good things with it. Hmm. If I was going to choose somebody, because I mean, it, somebody's going to buy it. That's just what it is. You know what I mean? So watch it be Disney. Fuck. Yeah, dude. I hope whoever yeah. buys it licenses it out to good people to make good oh, quality that products. Great. That'd be great. That would be great. Give us a million uh, Lord Dis- of the Rings games. Disney makes more sense, actually, than anybody because they put out video games and they, I mean, they're movies. coming around with Lord, with uh, Star Wars now, making more Star Wars games. So if we could see that, I'm trying with, like, to, I'm trying Lord to, pick, give me a Similarian series. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff they can still do. I was thinking more from a games perspective and slightly movie perspective, but I think if you're looking from a, a bigger like, hey, we're gonna release some huge box office movie titles, or whatever, and some like, maybe mid games or or maybe a really good game kind of thing. Yeah, Disney makes a lot of sense. And $2 billion is fucking, like, nothing to them. Shit. <laughs> it's a drop in the bucket. For them? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, boys. All mm. right. I was just really curious because I know you guys are super big. Lord. I'm such a casual fan in so many of these fucking fandoms. I feel like you Have guys you guys know, seen the controversy hug. about the uh, Dwarven Princess? What? They released a bunch of pictures from uh, the new Lord of the Rings series. They're calling it The mm. Rings of Power, the TV mm. show. And uh, there's a dwarven princess, and she doesn't have a beard. She's clean shaven. People are oh, like, God. "What the fuck? Where's her beard?" This is the Cortana nonsense all over again. There's a wider audience outside of the core audience that needs to be that needs to be like you have to bring in for TV shows and stuff like that. And yet, there's no beard. I feel like the beard would bring people in. I agree <laughs> for, for craziness. <laughs> For I, like the, for the that would bring in a wider audience. You, you listen, people love a freak show, and that's true. <laughs> that's why I, I see the angle you guys are going with. Mm-hmm. It would be funny. It'd be great for the memes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Alrighty, boys. I'm just picturing Tormund asking where the bearded woman is. Dude, oh my, oh my Cody! When I first saw Zisu in Pokemon, that was my first thought. Big woman. <laughs> Have you it's met the big uh, woman here? Have you met uh, Melly or whatever? Yeah. The fuck? Oh yeah, yeah. That that very effeminate dude. Yeah, the one I called a trap. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that character was a female all the way until I fought Electrode. Really. <laughs> and then I saw Adaman go. He. I was like. Yeah. He? <laughs> he. I was like, what? I was like, that's a chick. If I've ever seen one in my life, like, what the fuck? Definitely ambiguous uh, looks. Yeah, and that and that character's awful. Absolutely kind of an awful. asshole. Yeah, like just just a total dick that, for no reason. That one's a wall man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, all right, boys. Uh, it was nice talking to you guys. Yes, yeah, uh, pleasure. Do you play games? Sure. I know Tim can't really play games, but Justin, I play? I'd have to remote into my home computer because I don't have internet to. You got something going on? Or... Um, I do have to be up kind of early. I could play a few rounds of something, maybe. All right, we'll talk about it off stream. We yeah. might be back. We yeah. might not. Yeah. But we love you all, and uh, we will see you next Friday. Happy Olip. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.